Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Skies in New York today, Whoa. baby. Well, Jay, you were at the garden last night. You were in live. the building. You were courtside. What'd live. that feel like? It felt like a souped-up college arena. I mean, from seeing 50 Cent to obviously seeing Spike to seeing all the stars. But it just – Sting was there. It, it was um, – I have not been in an NBA stadium. And, like, for me, being born and raised in New Jersey, I told you guys, like, I was a New Jersey Nets, Nets fan, right? We didn't go to a lot of Knicks games growing up. I would always see a Knicks game on TV. Mm-hmm. Feeling that last night, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I rock with this. I mess with, I didn't know this was as electric. I didn't know this felt this type of way. Like, it was a stage. It was a scene. Like, you are performing on – I get what everybody's talking about. I just hadn't experienced it. Like, that's Broadway. That's prime time. I understand now. I get what people were saying. No, it, it, it was it, special. I get it. And, and yeah. what Jay is saying, and I'm just going to make you smile here and very happy. right? I know, but I know. Nothing's coming, Shady. You sure? I'm positive, 100%. Watching the game at home last night, I was really pulling for the Knicks. Yeah, man. Like, I really was like. When they were making their comeback in the second no, half. No, not even the comeback. It was the first half where they cut the lead down to like three. And then they, if they would have just hit one more big shot, the arena would have erupted, but then he missed it, and you could hear the, ah. Oh. Yeah, Obi had a But I was three. sitting there where Obi hit the three yeah. in the corner. I'm like, yeah, here we go. I felt like a Nick fan. Did you see his mom crying? Well, after the dunk, right? The I mean, between were chanting <laughs> his name in the garden, and they're a New York family. They're from Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, it, it's extra special no, it was cool, when you're though. from Brooklyn. Like his, his grandfather has had season tickets for the Knicks for a long time. And his mom was crying while the crowd was chanting her son's name. What a moment! That well, here's was. the crazy part: in the building, that dunk was like it was like, oh, you just felt your ears <laughs> no, just pulse out, TV. right? But it's funny, like watching the highlights again this morning on Sports Center when I woke up. I'm like, it was just normal. It's a normal dunk. It's just a normal oop, right? But still, in that moment, it was so different. You could tell watching on television, TV screen shaking a yeah, little bit. Man. You could feel the vibration, and you also could feel the fan base that it was. Something that has been bottled up for, for, for some yeah. years that all of a sudden they finally get to unleash all of that frustration and anger that they've had for like seven years, right? Yeah. It's just all of a sudden, we won a game! Like, it, well, you, you could just see it. Well, Key, it's the culmination of that because, you know, if people aren't from New York, like, look, like being like essentially the like ground zero like from when the pandemic started. Like, I remember we had family in Indiana – other places like when this stuff was going on they're like oh you feel like you guys are overreacting and we're like we're, we're really not they're like the streets are empty as hell mm-hmm. it's desolate mm-hmm. people are we're washing our groceries sanitizing <laughs> stuff like it was scary stuff so the fact that we're at this place now it's that culmination as well that adds to the fuel yeah. here there's Remember a lot washing yeah. yo washing stuff that like yeah give me that give me that lettuce gotta leave, wash it down with hand sanitizer bag on yeah. the steps so don't take- touch my food <laughs> Ah, we've like, come a long way. It's crazy, man. Although I still keep a lot of those practices just because of what we know now. But the Knicks win 101-92 in game two of their first-round series with the Hawks, and it wasn't easy. They looked like they were going to get blown out again in that first half. They gave up 57 points in the first half and then held the Hawks to 35 in the second half. Trey Young went for 20 in the first half, looked unstoppable again. He's shushing the crowd. And we in New York, we don't like to be shushed. 
but yet he could because he was still knocking down those floaters. He was actually knocking down some of the threes uh, early in the that game. The reverse was ridiculous. Oh, that was sad. Ha. Oh, yeah, ha, ha. No, he, he again, he was in his bag. They couldn't figure out how to stop him. In the second half, they did. He only had 10 points. Maybe Nate McMillan stopped well, him. Nate, I was going to say their head coach stopped him. bench for a while. Thank you, Nate. Danilo Gallinari, who was drafted as a Nick, he's still a Nick because he hasn't made a damn shot for the Hawks in Gee, two games. So, wow. you know, thank you, Gallo. Once a Nick, always a Nick. Man, oh, no, he was on our team last night. I he mean, he with was us. some wide open threes last night. But what you're mentioning, what you guys are talking about, beyond the game and the win and evening the series, now they go to Atlanta, all that stuff is nice. And, again, if you're not from this area, a lot of people look and they go, so what? They just they, they even the series. Big deal. It's a lot more than that, what happened last night. It was a New York moment on many levels. Like we were just talking about coming out of pandemic, 15,000 people in the arena, just the loudness, the celebrating, all that stuff. But then after it, on 7th Avenue. 7th Avenue was stupid. Our studio at MSG Networks is on 7th Avenue, but it's across from the garden, across from the marquee. Like we have a beautiful view of the front of the building. But our studio is there, and we have all the windows. It's like we have here, same thing, and you see the garden. So when the game ends – the fans pour out. Mm-hmm. And normally it's just like, you know, I've been there for 10 years. Come out, everybody just kind of goes. Some people go down to Penn Station. Some go to the garages. Some go to the bars. But they all just kind of dis- dissipate. This was as if a championship was won. People ran out of the building, jumping up and down. <laughs> middle of mm-hmm. the street. <laughs> Traffic was stopped Stop. for at least a half hour. I was caught in it. And it was just a party. People on his shoulders. Everybody's holding up cameras. And, and it was... It was cathartic. It was more than just a playoff win. It was eight years of waiting for it. It was a celebration of a lot of different things, including this, we feel like we're back. This feels like we can finally get back to being a bit normal and just enjoy sports and not have to worry about things. I'm stuck in traffic. We can't move around that same area, vicinity. And all I hear is this, Brooklyn. I'm like, what? who's chanting oh, Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put down my window. I was like, we want Brooklyn. Yeah, and it just let me know. But it, it let me just start thinking that, oh, damn. So who this, is, they, this is, this is, this could actually be a possibility. Who would they have to go like through? You, they would have to go through Philly. Philly. If yeah, they the beat the Hawks, Philly, they would have to go Philly through Philly. Wizards, yeah. Which, I mean, that would be a grinded out series. Who, yeah. I, I don't think they're good enough to beat First Philly. Of all, I said New Yorkers don't like to be shushed. I was going, shush. Yeah, like, like, but, but just the thing what you wish. that if, if they were to meet and it would be the Eastern Conference Finals in New York, Madison Square Garden, the Barclays Center, KD, Julie, I, it was just mm. like the fact that we can even start thinking that way. After one playoff win, Jay. I, I know, but, still like, three but it makes you think the down the line round. if you keep building like towards this. And anything, and anything could happen, right? I mean, you, you look up, they take care of business in Atlanta, they come back. Take care of business here, then we assume Philly getting ready to run away with it, right? And then Philly, you you collide against them, and anything could happen there. You know, well, anything could happen. I much rather see Philly, Philly, New York than Philly, Atlanta. Just because, it, not not it's not to knock Atlanta, it's not to knock Trey Young, because I think he's a very special yeah, player I'd in town. See New York, but it's because of the the grittiness and. And how both fan bases are. You might see fights outside. You might see fights outside. That's what I want to see. I want to see Philly, New York. I don't want to see Atlanta. Now, let me just put this part of it, and we're going to get some calls. 888-729-3776. They're not going anywhere if Julius Randle continues to have only 15 points. Now, he got it going in the third quarter. That helped. But he has not been the player he's been all year. that first half. That's going to be a problem. But, Jay... Another part of a good feel of the story Rose. is Derrick Rose yes. and what he's been for two games and what he's been in big moments 
and seeing him thrive the way he's thriving again all these years later, all the injuries, everything else, that also really you know was a big part of this story. So the series shifts Friday night in Atlanta, uh, and certainly the crowd there will be big, and it'll be interesting to see how many Knicks fans, because they do represent well in Atlanta. Just saying D-Rose had 26 points, huge game, right? Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Down, yeah, down the stretch. But his IG post a couple of days ago, did you see that? where he talked about a lot of people always compare me to who I was and that guy that had a 40-inch vertical right. coming down the lane. My game is so different now, and I am so secure with who I am at this version of me. I mean, just love I love it. that for him. Mm-hmm. This is once a guy that we couldn't find him in New York. Do you remember that? Well, he, left. he disappeared. That's why you never see this. You never see the second chance in a market like this. Normally, yes. if, you, if you fail, you never want to come back. He wanted to come back. And now he's the player that everybody really hoped he would be a couple of years ago. So it's been fantastic. Again, very early in the series, but a great story. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So we're playing this game throughout the show. We want the callers to be involved in it. And it's sort of a, you know, take your pick kind of thing. And and Evan's been great with it. So, Evan, I'm going to let you lead the way as we'll go through some callers here. Yeah, all right. First caller, let's start with the Knicks. We got uh, Jeff in Brooklyn here. Oh, Jeff in Brooklyn. Yeah, guys. Um, my question is this. Uh, the Knicks go to the Eastern Conference. They win the Eastern Conference Finals, or they get the number one pick this year. Ooh, go to the Eastern the Conference Finals, Finals, or get the number one pick in the NBA draft this year. Who's coming out? I mean, they won't be able to get the number one well, pick in the NBA the draft. Pick. But I guess he's saying hypothetically, like, which one would you rather have? Well, Either or. Who's in college? Well, yeah, Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. I mean, all, all players that you could definitely use, especially Jalen Suggs. Or just get to the conference final. No, I would take the pick. See, I would, I would take, take the, the conference, conference final. Hell no. no I'm I'd taking the, the pick. Finals. I need more people. Alan, what if you're losing to the Nets? Losing to the Nets in the conference got, finals? Yeah. I want the pick. Okay. <laughs> Why would I want to go through that? All right. Let's do let's do another one. Here's uh here's Cap in Indy. And uh Cap says he's a Colts and a Pacers fan. So Ooh. here's the scenario. All right, Cap. Like my wife. Brad Stevens coaches the Pacers next season. Or the Colts make the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz. Take your pick. Cap, which one are you taking? Man, I got to go with the Colts. Yeah. My wife is from Indy. We're a sports town here. Yeah. We love all our teams. But yeah. right now, we got to focus on the Colts. Look, my yeah. wife's from Indy. My brother-in-law's from Indy. My father-in-law. I mean, they, they love Reggie Miller. They love those moments. But they love their football. Way yeah, more. and, and they getting, love their football. And getting more. a coach that basically is going to do what in the East for you? Yeah, it's just well, no, I mean, he's a great coach, but yeah, but what is he going to do? But what is he going to do Super for Bowl you? Would mean a ton for that yeah, franchise, yes. especially for Absolutely. Carson Wentz. So that's a good. Yes. But Nikki is also Nikki's from Indiana. Oh, Nikki, we're going to ask you the is that same. My wife, we made Nikki. Nikki, <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> no, we're, not okay. not Jay's wife. <laughs> but we're asking you the same question, Nikki. So your choice would be since you're a Colts and Pacers fan, you tell us. So you could have Brad Stevens as the Pacers coach or Carson Wentz lead you to the – not win it, lead you to the Super Bowl this season. Which would you take? Oh, Super Bowl every time. I love Brad Stevens. Um, wanted him at Indiana University, but glad with Mike Woodson on staff. I love it, but definitely Super Bowl every time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, See, I mean, told you having him the as a coach, though – I'd rather go to the Super Bowl because having him as a coach – what are you what like? What are you really going to accomplish? Well, it doesn't Help mean you. I'm getting. Well, it doesn't mean I'm getting great players just because yes. I have Brad Stevens and, as a coach. I mean, like, come on. Yeah, they've had. I mean, they had a great coach, Nate McMillan. They let people, him go. People are complaining about his the job that he's doing in Boston. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not like getting. 
Okay. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon, Demonis Sabonis, I mean, they're, they're okay. Evan, let's move to Cleveland on this one. So, Will is in Cleveland. Ooh, Evan, go ahead. Set uh-oh. him up with the take your pick. Will? Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Browns win the Super Bowl. Or LeBron finishes his career in Cleveland with another title for the Cavs. Oh! Will. Ooh, I, I'm going to go to my Browns yeah. in the Super Bowl, yeah, baby. You got Check it. it. got to do that. Check it. Yeah, yeah and, and that makes sense because already you've already LeBron, seen the LeBron yeah. champion. Yeah, LeBron right? finishes good. That's, that's tough, though. LeBron. No, but it's the, already, they I mean, had, I'm the with the Cleveland Browns. The Browns hadn't won the Super Bowl ever. Ever, ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. NFL championship is what they've won, not Super so Bowl. Why if LeBron Bowl. came back and played tight end for the Browns <laughs> and LeBron, they won the Super Bowl? Tight end for <laughs> the game you winning. Two championships, two franchises. And then plays for Cleveland Indians. Oh, and hits the, just why not? Charles is also – Charles in Ohio, <laughs> also on Cleveland Sports. Evan, we're asking Charles the same question, right? Same question, Charles. Which is your pick? Same question. I'm going with the Browns winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. LeBron already's done his thing. If he retires a cab, that's great. But I'm going with the Browns winning the Super Bowl yeah, all day easy. long. Yeah. Thank you, Charles. Oh, easy. Like, I kind of feel like if LeBron wasn't able to win that one title with the Cavs, even so, it's, though, you it, think it's still? I still think, and I'm not from Cleveland or, or anything like that, but I still just. It's a foot. Come on, man. It's no, football. I know. It's Super Bowl. It's is football. So much it's just a. It's, yeah. it's football. It's not be little basketball. Well, I, didn't, I didn't say. I did. Jason Williams. Uh oh. Full I did not say. Uh-oh. Little Jason Williams. basketball didn't matter and the ratings are down. I never said that. <laughs> ratings are down. Ratings are down. No one's watching. watching. I never said that. You love that. Huh? You love the, <laughs> the narrative. Nobody's said, like, nobody's like, golf ratings are down. Baseball ratings are down. Movies are not selling. <laughs> People are not streaming and watching. All right, well, well, ratings <laughs> ratings are not down. That's for sure. And the garden last night, as Jay can attest to, was excitable and and as loud as it's been in a very long time. And somebody that certainly knows Excited. the noise in the building is Spike Lee, and he joins us right now on the Goodyear Spike. Line. Spike calling in. Spike was what the up, building was the building Spike as loud as you've heard it since the nineties. It was. I want to say good morning to all you guys. You do a great job. And it was a magical night last night in the world's most famous arena, the Garden. And the faithful, the Orange Group faithful, we, we were down in the halftime, but I don't think nobody in the Garden was giving up. I mean, you saw the exuberation on Simmons Avenue after the game. I tried to... I tried. I ran the other way when I saw that crowd jumping around. <laughs> but it was it was a great night in the garden. And as you got as Alan, you said before, a lot of New Yorkers live in New York, so they're not gonna have a home court advantage in the State Farm Arena. New York is gonna show up in Atlanta this Friday, Friday night this Sunday afternoon. New York will be in the house. Mm. And I will be in the house too. Spike. You know I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. But I got to tell you, last night, I understand now. I get it. Why did it take you so long to, 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 to get religion, my brother? Because, no, no. Spike, I didn't get a chance. I haven't you got a chance to. Blue religion. I didn't get a chance to feel that, <laughs> Spike. Correct. I, haven't, I haven't felt <laughs> that, man. That was different. Oh, you never went to a Nick game at the Garden before? I did, but not. Really? I have, it hasn't felt like that. Yeah, well, look, I, I, I know what you're saying. We haven't been to the playoffs the last eight years. <laughs> <laughs> that was different last night. Like, I was like, you and Al and. Everybody, I'm like, oh, I, 
oh, I, I, I might, I would want to do this if I were a player. I, w- I want to come to this. I want to be a part of this. I get it now. Now it's very special, and also times it works to a disadvantage to New York because the players come and knowing, you know, you go to other places, you're gonna hang out the night before. You come to New York, you're going to bed because <laughs> 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 you gotta. You got to show up. It's the it's a, it's a, the way the court is lit. Everything is dark except the court. And yeah. Jake, well, you said it yourself. You talked about it being Broadway. Broadway. You know, it's it's a very special place. And when the Knicks are good, and we got the guys, it it, it it's it's an experience. It's an experience. And I grew up a Knicks fan, so I like to say, thirteen years old, I was at the Garden for the Willis Reed game, May eighth, nineteen seventy. I was there. So I go, you know, that's my team of 13 years old. So the Nets come to Brooklyn. The Barclays Center is four blocks from my office. I'm not going to jump ship. Ride or die. Orange and blue skies. Spike Lee, Academy Award winning, uh, New York Knicks, faithful super fan, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. It's been eight years since a victory at the Garden in the playoffs. What did, like, I guess. You got to oh, oh, you gotta get, you gotta get to the. Make the playoffs to get a victory. Well, yeah, play- playoffs better yet. Okay, <laughs> but as a, as a, as the you the gotta guy, make the playoffs first. The fan, of Spike, the fan of all fans. How did it feel? You know, sitting there and knowing the emotions going roller coaster from the first half to the second half to finally getting the lead and saying, "Oh, we're getting ready to finally get this W." Well, uh, it, you know, it's really strange. You would think that home court advantage works for you. But that first game, I think the Knicks were shook. I think the Knicks, and, and you know, they were just like, they were on the play like they were on the road. And we know that, you know, there's been a pandemic and not playing before fans. So, but they get that. Mm-hmm. They're, they've, they've made the adjustment now. They've made the adjustment. And I look, I look you know, look, Atlanta's not, they're, they're a great team. Trey is killing us. He's just murder. And uh, it's, 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 it's going to be a long series. I think so. And I, I, I think the teams are evenly matched. And we're talking with Spike Lee. Uh, and, Spike, I agree with you about Atlanta. You know it well. I know it well. I've been there many times for Nick Games, that building. And they'll have big crowd there, too. You're going to get – you might get 70-30, and it might be Nick fans down there. A lot of Nick fans down in that yeah. area, so it's going to make and it And also, I like to say, I can't hate on the Hawks. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, Grady Hospital. I went to Morehouse in Atlanta. So I got people like I love there, but looking all the way, orange or blue sky. It is what it is, right? <laughs> but can I ask you what – like the, the Trey Young thing with the crowd in, these, in the first two games here, and people were Ooh. equating it to Reggie Miller. And you obviously were at the epicenter of all hey, the Reggie hey, Miller stuff. Hey, we're trying stuff. to – why are you bringing that up? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, be, well, because that's what a lot of people were saying. Can I just like say that. real quick? Because yeah. I spoke – Reggie and I spoke on the phone the other day. And we both told each other people come up to us and people say, Reggie, how are you and Spike doing? People say the same thing about me and Reggie. Me and Reggie are mad cool. It's nothing but love. That's 20 years ago. That's – Done and buried. So, I, I don't know if you can't compare that with, with uh, what happened with Trey. And and I, and I told 
Trey yesterday in all the warm up line. I said, "Yo, my brother, that ain't me." <laughs> <laughs> all that other stuff, that ain't me. I got never love for you. <laughs> Spike, when are when are we gonna turn D Rose's story into a film? Mm. I mean, the fact that like it was only a couple of years ago that this guy had kind of disappeared away. People, yeah. the, the Knicks organization could not find him. Now to return and have the year that he's having, uh, what does that say about him as a, as a person and as a player? Well, I just got mad love for him. And also, you know, I think Coach Tibbs had a lot to do with it. You know, the, the, the Nick organization, not trying to slam him, but it was a disarray then. And Coach Tibbs is a very, very special player. You know, he believes in D. Rose. He believes in my poor green brother, Taj Gibson. Mm. And this is what's happening now is not done. This is a con this story is just evolving. You know, this stuff evolved. We have a big cap space. I think we got I think nineteen and twenty one in the first round draft picks. We just need, you know, it's in process. This is not the final team that's going to go to the NBA Finals. And, and with Liam Rose and World Wide West, mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott Perry, I have great faith that, that they're going to – I'm going to plug myself. They're going to do the right thing. And, you know, night, in front of my building, I have two banners. World, replicas of the World, Champ- World Championship banners hanging from the roof of the garden. 6970. 7273. That's a long, long, long-ass long time. Yeah, that is a long time. I mean, when you think about it. Do you think, though, now, based on where the franchise is headed, that people will run to the Garden as players, or will you still yeah, have yeah. this? Look, what KD, kinda... I know the very the infamous statement about KD about the Knicks not being cool. That was history. This is a whole different scenario, and I do believe that players don't want to win, don't want to be in New York, that want to be on the spotlight and, and have a great coach. And and I think a lot of these guys, they they watch they watch the games, and when they saw the Garden jumping the way it is these past two games, they're like going to agents, like what can we do? <laughs> It is true. I want to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Spike. LeBron during the game tweeted, "Man, it's loud as hell at MSG. That joint rocking." Yeah, uh, he noticing it for I sure. I never heard a player do that before. Yeah. Never. Yeah. And, and and if you if you if LeBron says it's rocking, he's just watching on his his TV is probably big as you be big AF, but still, that is coming through on television. What is happening in the garden? Mm-hmm. So it's loud on TV in your house. You can imagine what it is being in the garden. Mm. It was bananas last night. Bananas. Outside the building, too, Spike. 7th Avenue yeah. flooded with fans. They were stopping traffic, celebrating like they won a championship, and it's only one game in the playoffs. So can you imagine uh, if this thing does go a little bit deeper? But Alan, if you've been on the desert, if yeah. you've been in yeah. the Howard well, Desert. I, I am well aware, yes. 
<laughs> if you've been to the Sahara Desert and you get that first sip in the oasis, how are you going to act? <laughs> I'm pouring the whole bottle. Yeah, no, no, it's the whole bottle. Like, I'm not even going to take a breath. The whole bottle. You know how we are going, what we've gone well, that, through. That's, that's, I think that's a good analogy. Yeah, it's perfect. You know, we've, we've been in the desert for eight eight years. I got, I got, I got, I'll get you some water, Spike. I got a whole, I got 18 oh, of yeah, them out I in LA, so I can give you a little of that water. Always talk so much. always something, you know. He's always I know you guys got to go, but I just, I was watching you guys on television and uh, I just wanted to, to call in. So thank you. Glad you did. And orange, blue skies in Atlanta, sure. Georgia, Friday and Saturday, Friday and Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. Let's get All it, Spike. Day, Spike. Thanks so much. Good Great luck, to man. talk to you. All right, man. Later. All right, Spike yeah. Lee on the Goodyear hotline calling in to discuss yeah, the I'm Knicks. Trying, is that all right now? Is that, that too much Knicks? No. Is that too much? I'm trying him and Al Palagonia, like Al Palagonia yep. has a jet company, watching them courtside. It's like you're, you're watching them like as 13, 14-year-olds. Like oh, that's how – like Spike yeah. talks about being a fan. 13, like that's who Spike is on the floor. Like that's how they watch the game. I love that, man. Yeah, that's what – that's also a cool thing about sports is that you can kind of feel like you go back in time. Yes. You can be ageless well, I'm happy. as a I'm fan. I'm happy for you, though, Al. It's fun. Well, I appreciate you being happy, happy for me, for Keith. Bill. Thank you. So Bill. how do the Knicks get Julius Randle going in game three? Because if they don't, this series isn't anywhere in the favor of the Knicks. We'll get to that after Jay has this from O'Reilly. Merry AC Month is going on right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your AC is blowing hot air, that's a problem, you need immediate relief. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts during Murray AC Month and get up to $100 gift card after a mail-in rebate when you purchase a Murray AC compressor, accumulator, or dryer, expansion device, and condenser. There's no need to sweat it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and talk to our professional parts people or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Thursday, the Knicks have evened up their series with the Atlanta Hawks. Are they now in control as they head down to play in Atlanta for games three and four? We'll talk to Knicks legend Bernard King and much more with me, Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sports Center right now. The Knicks, they win 101 92 against the Hawks. Oh. Game two of their first round series. So the series now tied at one, the first playoff win <laughs> since game five of the 2013 conference semifinals against the Pacers. Julius Randle held the Hawks 0 15 shooting as the primary defender. That's a great stat. Kluber for the Yankees is going to miss at least two months. That's not good. Corey Kluber suffering from a right shoulder injury. He was pulled after three innings Tuesday against Toronto. It was his first outing following a no hitter last week. MRI on the shoulder revealed a subscapularis strain. Brady, Mickelson, they will take on DeChambeau and Rogers in the match. The event will take place July 6th. It will be an off field rematch of the NFC Championship game Mickelson coming off his recent PGA championship win sports center brought to you by indeed when you're looking to hire people fast better late than never doesn't cut it fortunately indeed has instant match sponsor a job and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job description more at indeed.com slash credit next game what a flurry by the Knicks. Crowd loving every bit of this. And the Knicks have the lead. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's go to PJ Carlissimo on the Goodyear Hotline right now. Coach, I got to ask you, as a coach, as you're watching uh, the Hawks-Knicks series and you're seeing that it is split, but Julius Randle has not played well in either of the games. He has struggled. If you're Tom Thibodeau, what are you doing with him to get him going in game three? Well, I think uh, surprisingly, he might be a little bit better off uh, in Atlanta. I hear uh, my guy from Jersey. I can't believe the way Jay Will's talking about New York now. He no. sounds like he's crossed the bridge he's and, and gone to the other side. But um, <laughs> I, I, I think he will. He's played so well all year, Alan. That I think first of all, Tibbs got confidence that he's go- that he's going to bounce back. Uh, Nate McMillan's scheme has been great. I think nothing will help him more than other players stepping up. I mean, the best player in the building is Derrick Rose. I can't believe we're talking about anybody but him. I mean, what he's doing at 32, looking at 33, uh, is remarkable. And I think not by accident. you got a veteran guy, a guy who has been there before, has been in big situations. And 
there was so much emotion the first night, and it was difficult. It's been difficult for some of the Nick players. I think none more so than Julius. So uh, it's easy for me to sit here and be confident. I know Tibbs is going to look at different schemes and, and doing different things. But uh, I really think that Julius, away from the Garden for two games uh, and the familiarity with the things that Nate McMillan has thrown at them, is going to help him going forward. PJ, I don't want to be too inside basketball here, but can you can you tell me how – D. Rose's game has evolved because this is not the same D. Rose that we saw that was the MVP D. Rose when he was with the Bulls. Jay, he's just, I mean, he's still athletic. I mean, he was spectacular athletic when he was the MVP. I mean, you just could not deal with the the quickness, the explosiveness. He'd get point to point uh, just better. They got wherever he wanted to get better than anybody. But he's still, he's so smart. That little jump hook that he, that he takes now, uh, he, to me, he's more calculated. He's under control. He knows what he wants to do. He knows what's the best way to get players involved. I just think he's evolved so much as a player, uh, and, and he's, he's so comfortable. Uh, I heard Taj Gibson in, a, uh, I think it was a post-game interview, and it was really interesting because, you know, they've spent so much time together, and Taj says, when D. Rose is comfortable with his setting, with his coach, with the team, uh, with where he is, with the franchise, he just plays at a whole other level. And that, that just seems to be coming across. It's a beautiful thing to watch um, a veteran player, and, and he's truly that. And he's, he features other aspects of his game now. He doesn't just do it with the spectacular athleticism. He's still, he's still got some gas in the tank. There's no question about that, Jay. But he, he's just so much uh, more a cerebral player, I think. Mm, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. P.J. Carlismo joining us here on the Goodyear Hotline. P.J., when you watch Luka play, Luka Doncic, I, I've said it before, I think he's going to be the face of the league. His game is so special. What he's doing against the Clippers, uh, what are you seeing in that matchup that potentially we're not seeing? Jay, let me go back first. I, I was so sick about hearing about this guy a couple years back. I've lost track of time three years ago, and I, I'm over in China watching him for the first time. And I'm, you know, everybody's saying this guy is going to take over the league. He's unbelievable. It took about, even for me, uh, as dumb as I am, it took about 30 seconds of watching him to say, wow. Uh, his combination of size and strength right there is a perfect example because he puts a player on his hip. When he gets somebody on the hip, uh, he's so strong. He can get point to point where he wants. Is he quick? No, he's not especially quick, but he can shoot that shot. He just leans back. A big man's on him. He leans back further. And the problem that he's presenting the Clippers right now, I mean, I, I would think when you get ready to defend him, you try and take one thing or the other away. You're not going to stop him from doing one or the other. And by that, I mean the scoring and the passing. And the Clippers' biggest problem in this series right now is Luke is doing both. He's scoring points at his usual alarming level, and he's also getting the assist. And in the first game was Dorian Finney-Smith and Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been fantastic. But this team is making threes. They're, they almost shot 60% in the second game. Their offense is operating so well. And, again, Luka plays like an older guy. I mean, forget how young he is. Uh, his mind, his basketball mind is way older than that. He sees the floor so well. Uh, yeah, he's got a tendency at time to, you know, throw some crazy passes or, you know, he complains too much to the officials. But when he has the ball, getting to where he wants to get, getting his teammates involved, knowing who's hot on a particular night, and when it's a big shot, he wants the big shot. You know, Jay, so many guys say they want the big shot, but a lot of guys in our league, 
will not take it or they'll make that extra pass. And, you know, all of a sudden uh, he wants the ball in those situations. He's fearless. He knows, you know, you're going to miss some, you're going to make some. Uh, He's amazing, but he's a transcendent talent and he's only going to get better because I just think he'll, you know, he's going to narrow down a little bit more, a few less turnovers. And the big, the one big flaw, it's a flaw, uh, he shoots in the low 70s from the free throw line. For a guy that shoots as many free throws, as he does, and is such a good has such a good stroke, uh, he's got to get his free throw percentage up higher going forward. But I'm really splitting hairs. Coach, let's stay out west and go to Lakerland. Anthony Davis had a poor game one. What was the big difference between game one and two for AD? Key, he went to the free throw line. You look at the free throws shot in the second game. He got you know he got his foot into the paint. Uh, and he's such a good passer, too. So, I mean, it wasn't just uh, the points that he got himself. But you know, when you're trying to defend Anthony Davis, and he's such a good shooter, I, you know, I understand. When they have nights where everything is going and he's knocking down jump shots, you kind of shake your head. But the truth is, if you're sitting on another bench and he's taking three-pointers or deep shots, you're happy. When he starts getting into the paint uh, and open floor right now, I mean, there's no big guy in the league that's open floor the way he is. I just think he... Made a concerted effort to get into the paint, to get shorter shots, and to get to the free throw line. And I mean, what do you think? Twenty-one shots, something like that. If you just look at the two box scores, you see the difference that, that you know uh, in one game to the other. As long as he stays aggressive, as long as he keeps attacking the paint. I don't mean don't shoot jump shots. He can shoot jump shots when it's appropriate. But when they're struggling, key, it's like a team that for whatever reason the passing game isn't going. And they have a good running game. Well, guess what? Let's go to the running game a little bit and, you know, tighten things up. And then we'll go back to the other. And uh, it wasn't going for AD. I actually thought I was worried that he wasn't, you know, I know he's not 100% yet, but I was concerned. But second game, I'm not concerned at all. But believe me, if I'm sitting on that other bench, I'm saying, please, AD, go back and shoot some more jump shots. (laughs) Stay to the outside. PJ, we'll leave it right there. Thanks so much. Well, we got you on the call. I know you got a couple of pretty big games coming up these next two nights. Thanks again for the look, time. Let's look go, forward PJ. to it. Great being with you guys. Thank all you. Right, I didn't cross over all the way yet, PJ. I'm just acknowledging <laughs> the greatness of it. We only paid a toll one way, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> PJ's on the call for Net Celtics tomorrow night. Also on the call tonight, NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio. Tune in. Ho- uh, the Heat host the Bucks. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations. You got PJ and you got Mark Kessinger on the call. Outstanding as well. So coming up, is Baker good enough to bring a title to Cleveland? That we'll discuss next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and ESPN News. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Michael is in Queens. Michael, what's up, man? You guys are great. It's the greatest morning show. I got a ton of options in the tri-state area. Say it again. You guys are intelligent, intuitive, and just plain fun. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched 
with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So Market Madness yeah. moves on the Orange Crush region. Speaking of crush, Baker how about crush. Jacob deGrom in the 1-4 in this? He was up against Carlos Correa of the Astros, and he just absolutely obliterated him. I mean, what, 90% what was it? of the votes. It was 90% of the votes? Just, I mean, it was like a landslide. That's so impressive. Jacob deGrom moves on. Chris Canty feeling vindicated. And now in the 2-3, and this will be important now, Baker Mayfield and Vaughn Miller. Again, you can vote at KeyJNZ on Twitter to see who moves on. Baker. Baker Mayfield, Vaughn Miller. With Baker in Cleveland, and we learned this, right, that Baker Mayfield is like the now the new. He's like what LeBron used to be. He is the favorite son of the Cleveland market. Well, they don't have anything else, though, either, right? Well, they I mean, love him. They have Kevin what, what Love. Else, what else do they have? Kevin Love. I mean, like, you put me in a Kevin Love jersey, so come on. I mean, you deserve to wear it. I, I think they don't, they don't have, right? So he would be the favorite son right now. He's their guy. He's their well, guy. He's got to be. And he's earned the right to be their guy based on the way he played last year. He was almost pushed out of town a year ago. It really does feel like that he was last year in that place that, dare I say, make a Dan- break. Daniel Jones is in make as a, a Giants quarterback, would make you say? A, make a break. Make yeah. a break year, Daniel Jones with the Giants. If if they go on and he shows major progress from a year ago, then now you pick up his fifth year option and you start to have that conversation about is he our guy? But anything short of showing that or a playoff appearance, a serious player, not this, no, you got to not this man. six and ten. We yeah, can get in with one game left type play. None of that. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. really right. not because the division's bad. Exactly. We had a shot. You're, you're not counting that. No, but so, also, so, but also, honestly, a little bit uh, of, of Baker Mayfield and the personality traits, right? Like, and what Cleveland is Cleveland. Like my mom is from Elyria, Ohio. Like my uncle lives in Cleveland. Like you go there, blue collar, like work really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, walk on. The story about how he came up successful. Like it, the stories and the narratives fit together. Yeah, small. They fit. Like they call. Is he too small for a quarterback? He always had to prove himself. Overcome. Yeah, a lot yes. of things like that. So I guess they embrace that. But of course, they only embrace performance. That's the most important part of it as key is pointing out I, I we're, we're doing this we're on, doing this on one of the monitors here tim tebow he's walking into at ota did we spot shadow him we spot, no it's a camera just focusing on him walking from the car 
to the front. I love that. It was I can't. Voluntary. Coaching. I can't. <laughs> Tim Tebow chewing gum. Spot shadow. Spot shadow. <laughs> we don't know which guy he is. We have to spot shadow Tim Tebow. How's the relationship between Trevor Lawrence and Tim Tebow? They're standing next to each other, that but is, nobody's talking. That is just amazing. Is it fractured? <laughs> But again, Baker Mayfield, Vaughn Miller, you can vote at KeyJNZ on Market Mad is brought to you by Indeed. Resumes are He'll good. Advance. Resumes with an Indeed skills test, better. Visit yeah. Indeed.com slash credit. You know, speaking of uh, NFL topics, we were talking about this earlier on in the show, and it's regarding Julio Jones and, you know, the, the video that A.J. Brown put on, on TikTok that, uh, you know, was basically recruiting Julio yeah, Jones to the Tennessee Titans, which is something that Jay brought up and Key shot down. But A.J. Brown makes the case, as he does, uh, as he did on TikTok, for Julio Jones to come to Nashville. I haven't even been released yet. Okay, I'm going to sell you on some things right here. Listen to me closely. You have Tenny here, Mr. Finger Roll himself, every time, Air Hill. Listen, he does what he needs to be done. Like, he's a leader. He's a great passer. He's it. Anyway, next. Him, behind me, superhuman. We don't even have to discuss him. He speaks for himself. Look how mean he look in the picture. Like, okay. Then me, I'm up and coming. Pro Bowl, year two. Not a big deal. Kind of a big deal, but not really. Okay, scratch that. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Kind of you, the GOAT of our era, the of our receivers. Help me help you. Come home, Julio. Come home. He said, help me help, help you, and Jerry Maguire on him. Now, again, for those uh, on radio, in the video, he's wearing a Falcons Julio Jones jersey, but the number 11, which is AJ's number in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, he's got, using tape, a number 8 over it, which he said that was number. his college yeah, yeah. number, right? So, you see all the weapons that he had there. He's talking about all the different players that they've got there in that offense, and you still say... If you were him, you wouldn't want to go there. No, I'm trying to head to New England. If I'm him, I'm trying to I'm trying to get to New. If New England is uh, a Alabama spot, connection with the quarterback, well, Matt Jones, I mean, right? I, Jones to Jones. Yeah, Stop. but that, that, that won't Stop. happen for another ten years. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Um, it won't happen this year. He he won't see stirring the, the pot, Allen. I, I, I think when you look at it, though, yeah, can Tennessee use him? Diane Rossini was on with us earlier, mm-hmm. and she also said that it probably that's probably not going to happen. Even though, you know, it's out there, it's probably not to Tennessee. I think when you look at Julio Jones wants to win. Win. Not win and get to the playoffs. Win a yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, he's gotten to a Super Bowl and had yes. a chance to win and then obviously really? slipped through their <laughs> fingers. Yes. Yeah, and so I think with Julio Jones type player landing in a New England uniform would create major problems for the AFC East as well as the AFC as a whole. And I, I look at it from what they've been able to do in free agency, through the draft, bringing guys back from uh-huh. opting out, and the fact that the coaching staff is still there. You know, Cam Newton's going to be a better quarterback for them this year. There's no question about can it in my a, mind. Can we do a take your pick right here? All right. Yeah, just on this. Take your pick, Key. Mac Jones leads the Patriots to a Super Bowl championship, or Cam Newton goes 6-10. and 10. What? 
If you you're a Patriots fan, would you? If, if I was you, a Patriots no, fan, no. If you're Keyshawn as a Patriots fan, would you rather Mac Jones? I'd rather go six and ten. Jeez. Yeah, whatever. Seven and what? Six and ten. Six and ten. Six and eleven. Six and eleven. I'd rather six and eleven. I can't do it, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play that game because I know he's not getting on the field. You know, it's a game. No, I don't like it. You play the game. You're not playing the game right, though. No, no, my game. I play. It's not your game. The game is you have to pick one. And that's how it's – but, you know, you're not playing the game right. This is, this is an abomination. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.